Welcome to Scotch for Dummies. Thursday night this week, we're going to be discussing Glengoyne Teapot Dram number seven. Dr. Scotch is going to be talking about a little bit of uh, carbon dating your whiskey to make sure it's the right thing. And we're going to be discussing starting your own whiskey club. Stick around, we'll be right back. Scotch boredom. Four guys on Scotch Journey to help you with your next Scotch purchase. I am Drew. I'm Andrew. I'm Sean. And I'm Mark. Big show tonight, Sean. Tonight we're going to be discussing Glengoyne Teapot Dram Batch Number 7, which you can easily pick up at any corner store, right? Yeah, any store. As long as it's at Glengoyne Distillery, you can pick it up <laughs> yeah. anywhere. Yeah, I mean, it goes, the trick door goes. Right, exactly. Uh, we were fortunate enough to be uh, gifted. Uh, a bottle or two of this this fine whiskey. The spirit. Uh, and I think uh, we have had batch five, six, and seven. Now seven, right? right? Yep. This one was not my favorite. We'll get into that. It was, it's let, good. Of, of the batches. There you right. go. Of the batches. Of yes. the batches. Of the batches. So before we get into it, after that, we've got uh, Dr. Scotch. Dr. Scotch talking about carbon dating whiskey. Dating, Ooh. like Harvey style, style? Like, 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 swipe right. Yeah, swipe right. No, swipe left. How does Are so, you going to bring back some old whiskeys? So I, I've heard that uh, carbon dating is a really amazing science. Right. So we'll, right. see. we'll see what Dr. Scott shows. We we love that guy. He answers all our questions. <laughs> yeah. And then the main topic tonight that we were going to get into is starting a whiskey club yep. and why or how or who or who. what. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> it, there's actually some pretty cool conversation to have about it. And actually, there's some folks on our chat that may be part of a whiskey club, may have started a whiskey club. Um, I know a few of them, right? You know, without calling names out, I'm hoping they speak up and get part of, part of the conversation. Sure. Yep. So let's get into this, man. Teapot. Right. The teapot. The teapot. Yeah, I got plenty here. I guess we should start with what is the teapot. If you haven't, if you haven't seen the review, Glenn Goyne does this batch every year. Uh, it is in celebration of their now discontinued habit of giving out what three three finger pours a day per day per shift to their employees to cut down on theft. Uh, the thought was uh, <laughs> when the new distillery manager took over in like the what late 1880s or something, something like that that there, yeah. that you know there was a lot of employee theft and he thought that this was would be a good way like if I if I give you what I want to give you then you'll stop taking like the 30 year old stuff out of the back right sure. which I mean that makes sense from a management perspective yeah from an OSHA perspective uh, maybe not so maybe, smart. Not, maybe not the best <laughs> idea those barrels are kind of morale heavy. was up yeah <clears throat> yep. True. Uh, the practice was uh, at on your two breaks and at lunch, you got a three finger pour of whiskey, which is not nothing, right? No, that's a lot of whiskey. And the younger guys were somehow unable to finish all their whiskey. Well, keep in mind it was out of the barrel; it wasn't diluted to forty percent ABV, so it, it was up there. Right. Barrel strength. Man, I'll give you eight hours, boss. <laughs> right? Every day. I come in on Saturday. Uh, so the younger guys would were in the habit of, if they couldn't finish their whiskey, there was an old teapot that sat in the break room. They'd just pour their extra in there. And the more seasoned veterans who could handle their whiskey and... <laughs> And then some. Might, might have been alcoholics. 
would drink their three three finger pours and then get whatever else they wanted out of the teapot from the younger guys yeah, on the way home or whatever. Yeah. And this bottle is in celebration of, right. of that teapot, basically. <laughs> yep. So it is a younger whiskey. They flat out tell you it's going to be a younger, fierier whiskey. Mm -hmm. um, it is a hot whiskey. Um, they they bottle it at, uh, this one's at 59.9. Essentially out of the barrel. NAS. So it's NAS. Non-chill filter, you know. Natural color. Natural color, all that stuff. Um, and you can only get this at the distillery. I think there was 3,993 bottles. There you go. This is bottle number 940. Uh, you, you can get it now on a few online stores in Scotland. Yeah. I know that somehow is that secondary? Out, you know, I, I would Maybe. consider it secondary because the price point's higher than what you were paying at the I distillery. Know, so really I would have so to then. say secondary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and that price point is to 189 189 to 200 something something in the neighborhood it's let's just say 200 bucks so so the at the distillery it's 120 pounds right which is 30 pounds more than batch six yeah. so there's a lot of blowback from from people yeah. uh, about the price hike and yeah. I kind of agree right I'm I'm <clears throat> not not gonna not gonna side with the distillery on this one per se uh, I this was a hard it, it review was. for me uh, to score because I, I I came into it with a higher expectation because of batch six and batch five. You know, it's, yeah, it's good. You, you come in with some excitement, and so I came in with this perception that I you know in my mind I'd already given it a number where I'm starting, and then when it didn't meet that expectation, it's hard to say it. But you gotta call mm -hmm. it the way you see you it, do. right? You it is to, what it is. It's honest. either a ball or a strike, and you know you call it that way and you go. And, and I was. Con there was a little bit of hesitation and concern amongst the four of us this week when, when we released it on Monday, um, how it was going to be received. You know, are we going to take a beating on this? And actually, I think it went the other way. A lot of people were really pleased with our, with our honesty about yeah. it. I mean, I wish I could tell you it was a four. I wanted it to be a four. Right. I, <laughs> at least a three, five. Right. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I think that the big disappointment is that, you know, when you start doing a series like this, there's an expectation level that's attached to it, right? I mean, and sure, you know, I, I mean, it is a, it is a product that has variations in it. So you are going to get years that are maybe a little better, maybe a little, maybe a little off, you know. But if you're gonna, if you're gonna hike the price up by thirty three percent and then give me a whiskey <laughs> that's not as good as last year, that that's that's tough to swallow. That's right a problem. There. Yeah, Let's be fair. It's it's not off. Right, it's, it's not horrible. Right. It's just not. I think you said it best. It just didn't live up to the expectations. Have been the set. Height. The bar has been set pretty high with all the other batches, and this one was good. It just didn't reach the bar, and so then especially yeah. when you check yeah. check out the price, it just didn't work out. This, yeah. The nose on it is really strong. I mean, it's got a lot of flavor to it. It's a rich whiskey. It it is it is not batch six, but it's still a good whiskey. Oh, yeah, I mean, is that what that you already mm, have it? Yum. It almost tastes. Yep over oaked yeah i could see that maybe how is that possible on such a young whiskey well the type of if it's if it's a pretty barrel. fresh barrel mm -hmm. and you're you know you're gonna put it in there for you know, uh, you, several you, years what, what you don't know is is did they put this in a what a, a shave toasted and recharged barrel did they do something to create a newer oak feel and it it turned out not going real great for them so they had to kind of dump it off into the teapot or you never know the 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 um it the it, blenders pick a lots of different barrels to try different things and sometimes it goes great sometimes it doesn't it, it really does taste like uh when you get a 
a wine that is over oaked, and yeah. it's just got it's just that like barely over oaked that though. little bit of bitter tannic quality to it that that I associate with with a little more oak than I want to have in my. So in my anything, really. Sunday evening yeah. Scotch is saying he's upset because now this conversation is causing him to have to pull his batch six off the shelf. Yes, you should. Well, that, enjoy, my friend. I don't. See and that you as make a sure you pour Mrs. Porter a nice, healthy glass. Yeah, she needs. She deserves that. <laughs> yep. um, so, so it's a fun story, and I think I still think it's a good series. And when batch eight comes out, I'd like to try it too. Yep. Of course, I'm sure we'll be in line for it. We'll have a bottle of it somewhere somehow, but. I'm curious to see what they do with the price point on eight. Um, you know, the distillery has to know that there was pushback. They had to know there was there was going to be pushback on that. Well, point. that's a serious price hike. But here's the thing: was there pushback on it and they sold out, or was there pushback on it and they still had bottles left? That's exactly where I was going to. If they sold them out, bang, right, we just made twenty five percent more right? profit. Because you can hate on it all you want, but we sold them all. Yeah. <laughs> so and we made a lot more money. It's probably not going back down. Troopers, you know, yeah. uh, all right, well, we can get to that question yep. here in just a second. Yep. Um, let's finish this conversation up with Glenn going. I'm curious. I, I can't answer you. I'm thinking about your question. I can't quite answer it. But the fact that there's bottles online at online stores makes me question whether they sold out. Well, they sold out at the distillery, maybe. Right. I mean, my guess is those whiskey stores are capitalizing on the fact that people are going to want this. Yeah. And if you don't. Know so somebody who knows somebody. So I'll, I'll send. Have to go to one of them. I'll right. send somebody up to Glen Goyne because it's right near Glasgow, and you or you got buy a case, and then you put it on your line. Online. Well, and may, maybe that that's illegal to do here. You can't. You, you can you? If, if you're if you own a liquor store, can you go to another no. liquor store and buy theirs? No, buy no. But the U.S. has like the most ridiculous liquor right. laws yeah. of any yeah. place. So it's all anyway, awful. you know. Yep. Keep the comments on the review, you guys. I'm. I, 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 Read a ton of them this evening before the show just to try to make sure I understood what everyone felt about the mm -hmm. review and what they think about the I'm, whiskey. But keep them coming because I'm, I'm interested. I'm glad that it came across as an honest, you know, fair shot at, at what we thought hey, about I'm this not bottle. saying I don't enjoy it. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm totally going to drink the bottle. I, I felt really bad afterwards. I felt like, geez, did I, did I give it a fair score? Did I, did I, you know, I, I, I do feel like I did, but it just, like you said earlier, I felt like, you know, it was a little bit of a letdown. It didn't. I was expecting so, it to be much more, and it wasn't. Look, man, I mean, sitting here putting my nose in it, I, I'm not going to leave the conversation with the folks on the podcast thinking this is a bad whiskey. Oh, no, no, no. This no, is no, not no, a bad no, whiskey. No, no. All right. It's it's good. <laughs> it no. just doesn't – I it didn't beat – it didn't live up to six. It would be that? awesome if we had six here or, or even five or something like that just to, just to pour I think it's funny that you, know, you think one of those bottles would have made it We We way. have a problem with that <laughs> in this bar. It bottle, just once, once a bottle is open, it doesn't oh. – doesn't last the year. Yeah, yeah sure. I mean, honestly, if, if we want to keep a bottle like that, you actually literally have to bury it somewhere. <laughs> Didn't I cut the cork off of one of those with an axe? Which bottle oh, was that? That was an Ardbeg, wasn't it? Yeah, that was an Ardbeg. You were hunting an Ardbeg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got him, too. Got him good. <laughs> so, Trooper Henry had a good question. I hope some of the folks are answering it on the chat. Uh, I have to go and see if anybody's giving him any good advice, but... Uh, He's got a good friend going to Aberdeen in April. What distillery to hit? Dun, dun, dun. And go. Leave it to the, you know what I mean? I'm sure somebody so, on so here's got it. So up there. Where's it at? Aberdeen's right here. Oh, I mean, okay. you're, you're like half an hour from Speyside. you got to go Speyside. I, I would. I mean, well, you, you but gotta, I, can't, you gotta, I can't really talk. I don't. You, you got to go to McAllen to see it. 
Because it's a, it's well, uh, oh dear boy. Um, if you're a hobbit, I mean, anywhere else, I mean, you're just about the same distance from. Yeah, I guess I mean, you, you could go. Gondronic. Oh, Gondronic is right there. Gondronic is not as far. You got to go to Gondronic. It's not that far. I, I honestly probably would say Gondronic, but I haven't been to the Gondronic Distillery. Now, I ask we'll me let again you know. at the end of June, and I'll let you know how that goes. Um, I'd say the Glendronic or might as well go to the extra 20 minutes and hit, hit space side up. Yeah. It depends on how they're getting there. You know, if they're a part of a bus tour that they don't have really any influence in the direction or time that they have to spend, you know, hands are tied. But if they give a little bit of option, I, I would go see Glendronic. Yeah, Actually, I've heard sure. the tour of Glendronic and the samples that you get are really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've never had a bad one. So I I'll... love Glendronic. I mean, do they let you drink it right out of the spirit safe? I'm, I'm down with that, too. I'll go anywhere. They'll let you drink straight out of the spirit safe. <laughs> right? but they frown upon that in Scotland. I don't, I don't think that's a, they do let you a viable option, bar. gentlemen. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. What's that you know? over there? <laughs> it's like a, a bad movie. <laughs> what's his head doing in the... Oh. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about like, that. What's this, what's this Sunday being scotch? Damn, batch six teapot is so good. You son it, of a gun. It really? It really is. It really so, is. So um, uh, there's a question up here. Dang it, I just lost it. I want to ask. So Stuart Peel asks, uh, was anyone lucky enough to win the Glendronic, the Belter ballot? And I want to put that question on pause, on, on the back burner until we get to our whiskey club conversation. Yep. Because I consider that an online whiskey club. Yep. And we'll talk about that kind of uh, difference yeah. You know, since we are in 2020 and Facebook is a thing and there is social media, you can do this online and virtually. virtually. I mean, we are right now. Yeah, we are right now. Um, yep. Aquavite has a, a V bar, right? So, I mean, it's definitely very possible. And we'll talk about that. I got to answer your question. I didn't. I didn't even sign up for it, but I didn't either. I, I gotta be honest. My, 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 I, I, my scotch budget, man. I gotta. I gotta reel it in a little bit. I, I did because uh, it wasn't like a free bottle. You had the option of buying right, well, and, and I don't think it's going to be that crazy expensive. I think it's reasonable for what you're getting. I, I'm not saying it's bad. I put in raffle tickets for uh, Rosebanks. Oh, oh, did you yeah. for the twenty to the twenty hundred what twenty three hundred dollar bottle? And that's for the honor of buying. And oh, totally. If if I get picked, I'm totally mm. buying those. You better not tell us, dude. Oh, I won't. It's going to start fights in this foursome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it'll be on this side of the bar and I'm not allowed to go there anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We've got to move the show, guys. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. We'll talk about it afterwards. But okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so anyway, Teapot 7, that's that. Uh, I actually I find it a little better now that I put some water on it. Yep. Well, we had that. I think in the review too. We yeah. know so it's better with water. It's uh, it's a, just it's young and it's hot and it's a little unbalanced. Uh, but I would say all in all, I mean, it's it's still a good whiskey. I don't have a problem with it per There's se. There's good but, qualities in there. But you're judging it against because it is a batch series. You're judging it against all of its predecessors. Yep. And the more predecessors there are, and the sure. the higher quality yep. those predecessors are the tougher it is to continue, like you're gonna have an off one. Yep. You know, that's that just doesn't hit my palate or doesn't hit your palate. And you spent, okay. you know, 150, 200 bucks on this bottle. And that leaves a little bit of a bitter taste in your mouth. Yeah, because that's a lot of money. And in addition to the oak, then I'm having trouble getting by. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's it's interesting because it's also a hard bottle to get, especially for yes. folks here in the States, right? This is not something that we just stumble I mean, on. It's, I mean, it's a hard bottle to get 
anywhere. Full stop. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that, you know, we've got one here is special. So I think that kind of adds to the hype when we go to review it. You know, you come in with this expectation. But, oh, yeah. I mean, it's still good. I'm going to love it. it. You know, it's not like that's not going to be killed. I mean, killed. to be fair, if Glenn Goyne wants to give me a job and pour me three glasses a day, I will take the job. Eight What's hours, it pay? Though. Three glasses? Yeah. Done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to have a discussion with my wife about yeah, the fact that I won't be making money that, anymore. That point, but we'll see. <laughs> and I'm going to come home drunk every day. <laughs> Saves money on Scott's show. Right? <laughs> well, uh, and, and I'm only coming home drunk until I have an industrial accident. And then you're coming home dead. Which, so, which may be any time this week, really. <laughs> but how cool would it be able to say, you know, Sean went pretty cool. He was crushed by a barrel in the Dunwich house. I mean, there's worse ways to go. I bet it's quick, right? Do, do, you, think, do you think we could take that barrel and then bottle it and make like money on it? <laughs> this is the nice. barrel that killed Sean. I hope it's a sherry hogshead. You hit me with something heavy. <laughs> we can heavy, actually right? name it that. That would be the name of the bottle. The barrel that killed Sean. <laughs> <laughs> zebra hunter went out the way he went in. <laughs> zebra killer. <laughs> the, zebra, the zebra hunter killer. I'm just oh. saying. Live by the sword, um, die by the sword, sorry, my friends. Sorry, podcast. We're, we're derailing a little bit. <laughs> the tides are turning. Okay, so we're going to put the Glenn Goins bet seven up and, and, and move on to the oh, uh, best top. Look who's here. It's Molly Cam. What oh, are you doing? I hit the button by mistake. Uh oh, Sorry. someone's going off the rails here. But wanted to get in Molly Cam. If you guys pay attention to the next couple of reviews, we've got a couple in the bank that we've been working on. And uh, the Molly was really curious when we were filming them, so you can hear. She comes she's like coming downstairs, and she's like, "Oh, there's no pretzels down here." And then she and goes back up, and then she comes back down a little later. Molly, you're early. What you, it, it was Give funny because she yes. like went halfway up and like, mm, no, no, I'm right downstairs. no, <laughs> it's not here tonight. It's I mean, you've got. You've got Hour. 39 You've got a long minutes. Time, Molly. It's going to be a while, hon. Go lay down. Go lay down. So, Molly Cam, <laughs> anyway, we, we want to bring Dr. Scotch in, or, or do we have anything for Scotch in the news? Honestly, I didn't I didn't come prepared with any Scotch in the news today. I did not either. Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Sounds like our Dr. Let's do it, man. There he wow. is. Hey, Dr. Scotch here. <laughs> I am not a doctor, but I play one on YouTube or podcast. So, well, yeah. interesting day. So how, are you, how are you doing? Clean shaven, too. Clean shaven. You got rid of it, huh? Dr. Scotch decided to shave the beard. Got rid was, of the scar on the eye patch. Was great. it his decision or was it Mrs. Dr. Scotch? It, it was my decision, but ultimately the, the uh, Mrs. Dr. Scotch likes it a lot better without it. So, there you go. There, you, there go. you go. So, that's where we go. Clean so, what do you want to talk to us about? So, uh, Sean brought up a, a topic a couple weeks ago about um, carbon dating on whiskey and being able to detect, you using carbon dating to, to analyze whiskey to see if it is truly, you've got an, an ancient bottle theoretically and it's up for auction for a million dollars. Is that is that really a, a 50 year old or 60, 70 year old whiskey or, or So, what? not a compatibility test at all here. No. So, so <laughs> what I wanted to talk through is that process of doing the carbon dating. That would be amazing. And and doing research on this, carbon dating is an amazing science. So what happens is in the in the atmosphere, you have nitrogen floating around. And we there's all sorts of cosmic um, radiation. I just, I'm sorry, I got the Jurassic Park cartoon the I guy know. going, hey, everybody. It's hey, everybody, Dr. Scott here. Um, I'm sorry. So yeah. cosmic radiation will hit those nitrogen items and turn them into radioactive carbon-14. Now, 
There is a a, a a relatively standard concentration of carbon-14 in the atmosphere that then circulates around, wind blows, you know, all, uh, rain falls, everything. And then that carbon-14 is incorporated into plants. So barley will incorporate that carbon-14 into the carbon structure of the starch that it's putting into that cell. And it's very well known that concentration is roughly 1.25 parts per trillion will be carbon-14 Versus carbon-12. Oh, it's obvious. It's obvious. Where did that come very well known from? I mean, is it like <laughs> uh, on the back of a shampoo bottle <laughs> you got when you were sitting is. on a crapper? I don't it is, but <laughs> the beauty of that, so the interesting thing is that they're, they are so good with this science now that they have realized that when the U.S. and Russia started doing nuclear testing, the carbon-14 percentage in the atmosphere went up. But when we started burning fossil fuels at a high rate, the carbon-14 content went down because you're burning old carbon, so it's it's got no carbon-14 versus the nuclear reactions of the, uh, of the nuclear testing. Okay. They actually determined that the highest concentration of carbon-14 in the atmosphere was in 1965. Right above Chernobyl? Uh, no, no, just <laughs> average in the, in the country. So. I, I don't know if you know this or not, but did they do this from like ice core samples or like how did they figure out that that was the year? Uh, three rings a little bit of it's a little bit of all that because they were able to they had samples that they knew were, were produced in a certain uh, certain time and they were able to test those and so yes it was a very empirical model that they used testing different compounds to determine when the highest carbon content content but they also know that carbon 14 decays with a half-life of over 5,000 years so they know that at you know so if you have a sample that was um, detected or that was produced in 1950, we know the carbon content of the atmosphere, we know the, the decay rate, and believe it or not, they can use all that technology to determine it within a couple of years. That's so, amazing. So they, they actually detected, so they took some bottles of a 1960, I think it was a Tobomori, and did the carbon dating on it, and it came out to the, the um, the barley was grown between 1964 and 1966. They could determine that based on the carbon dating of the whiskey in that bottle, because they could they could detect they're that precise with the technology now. So I'm not buying it, man. It's amazing. So so what they do is in that carbon the carbon that carbon 14 that's in the environment is incorporated into the barley. We then use that barley to create the starch that then is converted into alcohol. So we know the carbon content of the alcohol in the in the bottle. 40% ABV, 40% of that is ethanol that has carbon in it. So they can detect the carbon-14 content of the ethanol in that bottle and determine the age. Man, we can't even get our average rating every week right. And you're telling me that these people are doing that? <laughs> it, is, it is an amazing science. I mean, the, the mass spectrometry they use for that. So anyway, so all that technology is used to be able to pull a sample from that bottle and detect it within a couple of years of when it was dating. So That's... as they go through and start dating bottles, doing carbon dating on bottles, they put a needle through the through the cork. They take a little bitty sample of that whiskey, and they shoot it on the mass spectrometer, mass spectrometer, and and measure the ratio of carbon fourteen to carbon twelve. And they can determine the date within a couple of years. And then the, and then the guy that buys goes, "Oh, you mean it's crap whiskey?" Well, like, because the it's a fugazi. What, what the, <laughs> the problem that's going on is like, oh well, I could just look at the bottle, and the, that bottle is indicative of when of a 1950 bottling so it's got to be the same well 
no, the, the, you can do carbon dating on the label and that label is authentic, but people are buying old bottles online and putting new whiskey in them and saying, oh yeah, this is an old whiskey. And so, so you actually need to sample the whiskey in the bottle to confirm that. So when you're saying they take a small, small sample, you're talking like what, five, six ounces? <laughs> that's what Ooh. that's what Scotch and Dummy would be. You know, there's but carbon dating, and then there's my pal. <laughs> Hold on a second, I'll tell you. Oh, there's maybe microwave. That's a sixty-three. So, so if you ever, ever need, uh, if you have an old bottle, I would ask for carbon dating of that whiskey if you're if you're ever willing to spend any what, money on it. Do you know, like ballpark, what's the cost of them doing that test? That I can't tell. I you mean, about. if it's a million dollar, if it's a million dollar bottle, no. and I want to verify it. You know, it can't totally be right. that expensive. Dude, you can do a 23 and me for like 99 bucks. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the technology is not that advanced. I mean, not that advanced from a, a pure mass spectrometry, mass spectrometer technology. I can't say, I I can't say, say either. <laughs> so it, it's not that that difficult to do. So that's yeah. that's a cool. It, it is an cool amazing technology. science. So if you ever want anything carbon dated, Talk to your local carbon dater and I they want, can figure it out. I want everything carbon dated. Man, I see signs on billboards for free DNA testing. Find out who your dad is. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, the same that's thing. nothing. Of course, it's free. You, you see what you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that so that's so, how they do the carbon dating process for whiskey. I'm just curious to know, you know, how how you would go about doing it. I guess if you're in that circle, if you're looking in, in those that market, you, well, you'll it's, know. It's probably a pretty small. It is I mean, sample of you know. There's not every bottle. So so what they that. what they did. I mean, essentially the, the companies that do this, they they've created a, a a library of whiskeys of certain ages to to validate their models. They they, sure. they take they get a bottle from a Callan that's 50 years old and they do the carbonating on it and they can verify that yeah the, benchmarks the, yeah. yeah. So so we know this is 1950. So the the carbon-14 content was going up because that was right when nuclear testing was really high, but we weren't burning that carbon that much. Um, and so they can do, they can create these empirical models That's to, to cool. deserve that. Yeah, and then they can, and now they've shown that they can pull old bottles. They pulled a 19, uh, a theoretical 1914 bottle and realized there was bottle and uh, there was whiskey from 2011. Yeah, so that time yeah, that the topic the came man. up, it was yeah. it, it said something like over forty percent of the bottles they tested were. I think it was more than that. It was it was stupid high. Well, I mean, because if I'm a if I'm a forger, I'm like, this it's, is like shooting fish in a barrel. It's easy money, like, man. Oh, I need some old bottles and some new whiskey, and let's go print some money. <laughs> You're not even going to go spend 60 bucks so, on a bottle. You're going to buy that $12 plastic well, candle from CVS. And, and it's, you know, I mean, it's whiskey that, you know, I'm selling you this old vintage bottle for, you know, $500,000 that I know for a fact you're not going to open. Right. You're, you're not gonna, even going to check You're going to keep it for a long yep. time. And I'm going to be way, way gone by the time you figure this out, if you ever do. Yeah. So you there's know? a couple of questions coming online. I'm going to see how it added water content added would, would um, yield two different dates. Number one, water doesn't have any carbon in it, in an ideal world. But there's a couple different factors going into that. Number one, you've got barrels. So if you're if you're using old barrels that are like 50 year old barrels, you know you extract some carbon from that barrel as you do that. But the key with that is, is the um, the the primary carbon content of the whiskey is the ethanol, and that's based directly on the grain. So yes, you will have some contamination from barrel. You'll have some contamination from blending. You can have all that part of that, but the ethanol from the primary component, they can analyze. There you go. So Someone just sent Tom, through. Tom R. What's he doing? Cost per sample. Oh, Tom R. Age determination. All right, so what does that say? 300 to 
Five seventy-five. That seems very reasonable for a million-dollar bottle. Yeah. So, so for under five hundred dollars, you can you can take a sample of your whiskey, send it in, and have them run a carbon dating on it. That is, that's a good service. That, that seems. Yeah, if you're very buying, valid. even if you're buying a thousand dollar, two thousand dollar bottle, it's probably worth it. If you care about no, the age. No, I'm gonna drink it if it's two thousand. So you have to. You have two thousand dollars to spend. No, oh. but if I did, I'd drink it. <laughs> that's a good What's point. What's the point of buying it? Sit down and look at it on your shelf. Right. Yeah. We don't have that problem here. <laughs> so, no, are there any not. other questions online? Carbon testing club. All right. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. I've, I've heard worse. Uh, <laughs> well, Dr. Scotch, that was very nerdy. Dr. Cool. Scotch, yes, that, that was amazing. Was, sorry for the nerd, but, you know, that's, that's what I We guess. love it. And you, you we love it. A lot of people like it, so we appreciate you. You know, you deserve a drink after that one. Your counterpart's wearing a T-shirt that says it's, it's not rocket pot. surgery. This carbon dating crap is rocket it surgery. It is totally <laughs> rocket surgery. It's really an amazing science. <laughs> I mean, it really is. <laughs> and you know what? That's reasonable. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you're going to spend, a, if you're thinking about betting a million dollars on a bottle, yeah, I'd, I'd spend five hundred dollars to find out. Sure. That I'm betting yeah. on the real thing. Yep. Right. So Smart. we'll see you next week on the Patreon only show. Yes, that's for sure. Mm, good right. time. Thanks, Dr. Scott. Right, Cheers. We'll see ya. All right, Look at that, guys. Andrew, what happened to Doctor Snacks wouldn't give me a bottle, but could you hand me one? I can't. What's going he on? doesn't know what one. happened. Something from the. Yeah, All right, so itself. let's do a quick catch up while while they're pouring and see who all's joined on since the last time we called some open? folks out because that it's been a while. Right. I see Richie Z's on. How you doing, Richie Z? I don't know um, Bob H doesn't like <laughs> Doctor Scotch. Well, you know what? You can Doctor Scotch likes you. Fight for yes. sound. Cam Rhetoric, the Whiskey Scout. Nice. Highlander 999. Right. Thank you. Oh. Scotch on the Bayou's on. Yep. Lee is here. Is this what Cheers, you want me to do? Is, uh -huh. is that what you want? Can you yeah. read it now? What's our main topic tonight? What Mark? is our main topic? Our main topic is all about Scotch for Dummies because we're whiskey clubs. Whiskey clubs. Starting now. What, what is, you know, what's a, the definition of a whiskey club? Why start one? What are some oh. of the benefits? How, how to start one? Um, Things to look out when you do. Uh, maybe some different categories Sweet or types food. of whiskey clubs, whether they're virtual, online, or um, just whiskey clubs in general. Yeah. That you know, honestly, it was it was inspired by this month's whiskey advocate. There's a huge. It, the whole magazine is basically um, talking about that and talking to different whiskey clubs that showed up at you know their whiskey fests and stuff like that. And so I read a lot of that and I was like, you know what? We know enough people on uh, that that show up for our live. To, to really talk about this, um, we actually know some folks locally that have it and have a whiskey club. We've participated. We, we in were one. one. We yeah. still are one. Yeah, I mean, at the to end be of the honest, day, but yeah. um, should we talk about how we we got started? That's probably a good place to start on this, That's right? Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, they all kind of originally start for the same reason. Yeah, yep. I mean, it's it's generally it's half about the whiskey and half about the company you keep. Yeah, right. That's it. Exactly. And our whiskey journey started in uh my dining room yep. we were playing cards one night here and we might have had a couple of drinks maybe and we you? drew had had some johnny walker yeah. no I, i've never had scotch before no you had johnny walker you had, you johnny, had johnny walker, walker yeah. and i was saying and that. i bought a, brought out a bottle of mccallan that's 12. right yeah. i had a bottle of mccallan i mean i had a lot of bottles of stuff but i brought out that particular bottle and we all tried it and it'd been a while since i'd had mccallan and so we were all like, you know what? This is pretty good. We should we should try.
try some more scotches. How many more scotches are there? At and least 10, right? You just finished this bar. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And we started, well, let's go hang out at the bar. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so we picked Thursday nights. The reason we're all together today is because we picked Thursday nights because it wouldn't interfere with our family. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so we would get together after all the wives and kids went to bed. Yep. Everybody would come over to my house and we would all kick in some money and we'd buy new bottles and we'd, we'd try it out and... And we just hang out. It was a it was a community thing. And we'd Throw taste, a couple games of darts. Yeah, we'd taste yeah, the scotches. We'd talk about them. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. Um, and eventually it, it progressed to, you know, us shooting videos, which, by the way, early videos, amazing quality stuff. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's it, amazing. It is top-notch. Mint. No light, big glasses. <laughs> Mispronouncing. Bad camera. Big, big I ice balls. Highlay, I think you said. Yeah, uh, but I... I will say we had a lot of fun, and you know we were honest about it. You know we're we're still dummies, we're still learning, and a lot of people are. Yeah. Um, but everybody starts out somewhere on their whiskey journey, and everybody starts out not knowing right. anything. And so I, I think the the best thing you can do is just start, right? I mean. Yeah, I mean. That's the first step. Yeah. So in my mind, there's so many different types of whiskey clubs. How you can, I mean. We're lucky we had this. We've got four people that we're interested in, and, and you know, local and, and, and local. Yeah. You know, you may be in an area where you don't have anybody to drink whiskey with. Everybody that you hang out with are beer folks, you know, or yep. gin folks, or vodka, you know, who knows? That's a good point. But they're not or whiskey folks, yeah. right? And you're like, hey, yeah, who knows? And so you're like, gosh, I want to get involved in one. How do I start this up? What What do you do? Well, start with maybe checking out your local bar scene, uh, your local liquor store. I mean, we're pretty fortunate. The liquor store that we you know, we frequent a lot, um, Vine and Table, you know, they actually started, were part of a whiskey club before we started going up there. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we met a lot of people up there that are whiskey enthusiasts and they meet, uh, I don't know, once a quarter, yeah. I would say, something like that. I don't know if they're actually, if they have an official whiskey club yeah, name anymore. Not. It's more just a large group of people that still stay in contact and share whiskey together. Yeah. But Whiskey club. But, it's that's a whiskey yeah, club, right? It is what it is. I mean, it's not as formal as some of the whiskey clubs that are mentioned in this whiskey advocate, right? And if you read the article in there, or put the post to the um, the old Pulteney thing up. Um, that that link to the old Pulteney article was really good too. But you know, these are more formalized whiskey clubs that they're talking about. I mean, these are groups that have started maybe the way we have, or maybe you know, going to your local uh, establishment and and meeting people and hanging out. And then they formed, and they formed a nonprofit organization. They filed, and they, you know, they have a formal entity. They have a name. They do things. Most of them will say, "Hey, we're going to pitch in dues, dues or whatever, you know, twenty-five bucks a month or whatever, and we're going to take that money and we're going to use it for events, or we're going to take that money and we're going to use it to buy bottles, bottles that we can't afford to get on our own. But if we pull our money together, right. we might be able to snatch a bottle of this or a bottle of that." You so, know. so we got the website out. And so let's go through kind of yeah, the, the topics. Talk, of the go for it. Go for it, Andrew. So the number one is you have to start small. I mean, if you expect to have 25 guys on your first event, you're not going to happen. So that, that with us, we were, you know, four guys that got together. And, and that's kind of the key is, is you, as a small group, it's a lot easier, quite honestly, to number one, schedule things. And number three, number two, you, you kind of, uh, you, you know each other better and you can really interact. The whiskey is there. To, um, to to discuss, but it's more about getting to know each other, and that's kind of the, the key to that next. So what the next one is work with your local. So like like Mark said earlier, local bars, local taverns. You talk to the bartender. Do you have other people that, that come in here and buy scotch? And if if he knows them, then he'll say, yeah, they usually come in on Thursday nights or Tuesday nights or whatever. And so 
you show up on Tuesday night and talk to the other guy that drinks scotch, and then you start that kind of connection. Yeah. Next is, if you don't ask, you don't get. So I was going to bring this up. This is a great topic. Uh, I, I don't know exactly what Old Pulteney is saying. So if you want to read what it says beyond that, that, that might help. But my interpretation of that or what I want to say is, is once you've started a, a small group of folks, okay, whether you're formal or informal, mm -hmm. you've got four to six people, maybe 10, 12, you're getting together. Man, you've got to ask. You know what? Make yourself known at your local liquor store. Make yeah. it. Pick up the email no. and drop email addresses to ambassadors or distributors because let me tell you something. If an ambassador is going to be in your local town and they have an opportunity to talk to 12 or 15 or 20 people in one location that is interested in their scotch, they're going to do they're it because yep. it's easy sales for them. I mean, this is what yep. they're getting paid to do. They, they'll come, they'll bring a flight. And now all, your whole little whiskey club got a whole flight of whiskey and really got educated on a brand. Yep. And if you're lucky, they maybe give you some samples of stuff you weren't yeah, expecting. Absolutely. I mean, so if you don't ask, you're definitely not, they're not going to find you. Right. But right. I mean, knock on the liquor store's door. Talk to the, the, the manager of that liquor store and let them know who you are. Because you um, never know. Yeah. And they can probably put you in contact with, with other people who have similar interests and, and you know, similar taste profiles. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's amazing when you start just talking to people about what you want to do that you end up with other people who have similar passions and interests. Yeah. The next one on the list is to meet regularly. So it, it does, it does take some effort to create a consistent group. And so that is where like every week or every two weeks commitment guaranteed, we're going to do it, you know, block your calendars, you know, you got all the things going on. Life is busy. Make sure that you can schedule out a couple episodes, or a couple episodes, a couple a couple <laughs> events, meetings, and so so you can you, you can do that, and that that way allows you to uh, to commit to it, and then now okay now I, I'm bringing the bottle this week. I need to find something good, or they're bringing the bottle, they're going to get something good. Well, and maybe in the beginning, it's good to set some I don't know what ground rules or you know what's the purpose of your guys' meeting. So when we started, we didn't have any ground. We, you know, it was four guys are getting together to have a class, and I can vividly remember those first couple of months how freaking exciting it was to come over on Thursday because one of the four, if not two or three of us. We're bringing a new bottle. We're like, yep. oh my god, guys! What'd you bring? What is this? Look what I got! Look what I got! I was in a liquor store, and I found this thing called Belvini. Man, we gotta try this, you know? And we're like, oh my gosh, what is it? I don't know. It says double wood, man. There's two woods in there, you know? And you're like, oh yeah. Mark brought an Ard Bay. Yeah. We what? opened up. This is like, oh my god, I can't we drink this. We opened up and we're like, oh, I'm not drinking it. You drink it. No, I'm not drinking it. It sat there for four months, and then one night around a campfire, we got into we, that. We uh, learned. We learned well, correctly. On that point, would you say it's safe to say that there's different levels of whiskey clubs as well? Because wow. I mean, we were talking about more of a novice because yes. we're all joint. We're all trying to experience the same way, but let's. Let's, for example, talk about like Sunday evening scotch, for example. He's not a novice. He knows his stuff. And if right. you want, he's looking for people to have, well, people like us, people that have a little bit more experience. So there's different levels as well because you're not Agreed. bringing, you're, you're still bringing some of those, like teapot, for example. These are things that you may not get. or Right. But, but, but it's more of an advanced palate. So I would think there's levels to some I, of these. I would say that, you know, some of this too goes back to, it's kind of like putting a band together, right? Like you go to yeah. the liquor store and you talk to the people that are there. Like, do other yeah, people come true. in? Is anybody else looking for? Uh, you know, I'm going to put a flyer up because I'm thinking about starting a whiskey club, and we're going to meet every Wednesday at this at this place or whatever. And the first Tuesday of the month, we're getting together to do this. And you meet a couple of people, and and you just start 
you build from there. So maybe it starts out as two or three people, you know? Sure. And and you go from there. I know our, okay. our friend Alan down in Lexington, uh, he was one of the founding members of the Lexington Bourbon Society. That's right. And he, you know, I, I think that there, was, there wasn't that many people when they started, and now they have, like, 100, 200 people in that yep. thing. Yep. And they've bought their own barrels, and they do their own, you know, I mean, they do a lot of good stuff. And I know a lot of whiskey clubs get involved in, like, charitable events and oh they my do whiskey auctions and stuff like that. I mean, that's a big deal. Right. So, I mean, we, we're, we're scotch exclusive. That's what we do, right? doesn't yep. mean your whiskey club has to be exclusively scotch. No. It definitely can be bourbons, rising. Right? You name any I kind mean, of spirit. I mean, we recommend it exclusively yeah, scotch. Of course. <laughs> hey, i, I, I got to be honest. I, I know of – I have a friend that's a part of a whiskey club. They, they actually refer to it as a juice club. And it's got 1,100 people in it. Wow. I mean, it, there's 1,100 people that belong to this. Barrels, they go down to Kentucky regularly yeah. and buy their own casks. I mean, when you have that much buying power. And That's so they, 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 they hold little bitty drawings every time they do it. So it's a new, fresh set of 10 guys that get to go and, and pick oh, the barrel, you cool. know. Yeah. And so you're a part of that process. And then they have to raffle it off because they only get, what, 250 bottles yep. out of it. And there's 1,100 guys. Wait a minute. I, I think we need to do a dummies thing about it. That's a good <laughs> idea. Well, problem is, is we want to buy a barrel of scotch. It's just a <laughs> yeah. little more difficult. But, yeah. but hard so, to get. I mean, you know, when it comes to talking about your levels, Drew, absolutely. I mean, if, if I went to a liquor store and I'm looking to start this up and I run into Sean, I don't know him, and we start talking about it, we're going to do this. Hey, man, let's meet next Thursday or whatever. I'll tell you what, we'll, let's go meet at, we'll meet at a local bar. Because, look, we don't know each other. I'm not, you know, you, you don't yep. want to I mean, make sure you're not an axe murderer before I invite in my house, right? And we go there, and all you're doing is ordering shots of Fireball, man. This whiskey stuff is great. And I'm like, yeah, it's, eh. no. well, have a I, good time, man. I mean, it's not the club I was looking for. Well, and, that, and that's the, the, the fifth uh, item on that Opolia list is talk to each other. Right. That's how you learn what each other likes and, and, and understand. Because once you create that connection on a personal level, either with whiskey or without whiskey, that's when it's like, okay, this is important enough to me. Because I, I saw that um, one, one of the comments online was, my schedule is crazy. I never have time for that. Well, if it's important to you, you will find the time. You well, will block your calendar. And, true. And, we, and if you connect, if you create that connection with each other, then you're more willing to to block that time. I I will say the four of us are very busy. Like we it's have hard. families, we have lives outside very of here, yep. and we have made time for reviews and the live show mm -hmm. every week. For five for, years, well, man. plus the years before we even started the YouTube channel, so yeah. probably like seven years we've been getting together on Thursday. It's it's a long time, um, and I mean there are times where I I may have angered a family member or two because I'm like, well, it's Thursday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. I'd love to hang out with you, but I gotta go. Yeah, if I if I knew but, has, if I have a dollar for every time my wife said. Oh, it's Thursday. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, can, I can afford to drink. My scotch. wife has never complained. <laughs> really? That's awesome. Uh, it's, honestly, when you talk about the levels, too, another thing to talk, you know what? So there's going to be, in any club, there's going to be various levels of experience. We all kind of started at least the same level. We're pretty close in, in experience, and especially yeah. now after been doing this. But there's going to be people that are really experienced, and there's going to be people that are really novice at it. But I got to tell you, from my perspective, I'm not afraid to have that novice in the no, group. Well, I actually grow by walking them through it. You know, yep. take somebody that's never drank a whiskey and walk them through it, and you're you're learning about the whiskey more than you know you are. I will say, I don't know if they put a, a step in there, but getting involved, like 
it's amazing how many resources are out there for you to you know get involved with specific brands that you really like you know reach out to the to the ambassadors because they'll do they do tastings i mean we've been to several that the ambassador's in town he knows that you know you're a fan you've contacted him he knows who you are and they invite you out because they're doing a tasting at you know this place and they just want to walk you through a flight you know and then you end up at a table with 20 people that you have no idea who these people are but they're obviously local Right, and they obviously like scotch. They're into the stuff right. they're into, and so then you start meeting people. You know, go to uh, go to whiskey events. Anytime there's something going on, whether it's a tasting or or a premiere or you know some kind of convention, like those are your people. <laughs> yeah, you, you'd be amazed at how often you will see the same people at those events. If you become a regular to those kinds of events, oh yeah, you will see and the same see people, the and then you made your connection. Yeah, yep. all the time. It makes it there's, easier. There's a couple of things that come to mind. So you, you mentioned. Number one, it, it's a journey period, mm -hmm. if you think about it, whether, what level you're, you're at. And to your point, Mark, I, I think it's right. I mean, there's, we, we would welcome a, a beginner over here and we talk we to We do them. it all the time. Yeah, so that's not a problem. It's part right. of the journey. And the other part of it is is the journey is whiskey is sharing. Yeah, that's the whole point of this as well, is, is yes. being able to open some things like, hey, check this out. Yeah. This is so, so what you, cool. What do you get? I'm getting this. Do you yeah. see that? I, no, yeah. I don't. Yeah, that's the discussion. That That's what's fun about this is because it's, it's somewhat of an objective journey in that you open a new bottle and you talk through it. And it, you know, it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. Light. That is your, that is a common bond that you get in a whiskey club that you don't get with, you know, if you talk politics, things are going to go crazy. But if you're talking about that whiskey, it's objective. Right. It's clean. So you can analyze it. That was Correct. one of the rules that you know when it, the article that I read in Whiskey, you know, it said set you know boundaries and rules, you know, and a lot of the clubs rule number one is no politics. You know, you come into we don't come here to talk policy. We come here to talk whiskey and have a good time. Leave that at the door. Yep. You're gonna have a great don't, time. Don't right. talk about your job. Right. Don't talk, like none of that. <laughs> Leave it outside. Right. Like let's let's enjoy an yep. hour together. You know, and it, it is more difficult as you become closer. And you talk about families sure, and going yeah, to I mean, kids going to college or kids' issues. Yeah. At this that. rate, we spend a lot more time than just as, as a whiskey enthusiast. Yeah. You know well, I mean, I mean we, we vacation we're, we're together. Pretty close. We, yeah. we're pretty we close. spend a lot of time. We're, 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 we're probably the outlier. Right. We might be, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, back to the point, it's still about the whiskey. And, and, and a whiskey club in general, to be successful, I think you, you need to find like kind, the people that are actually interested in the whiskey. If yeah. somebody... Somebody's new, and then and I guess the other point is, that, you know, it's okay if somebody doesn't want to stay or doesn't yeah. get into it because you may have find somebody that says, I, th I think I like scotch. I want to learn more about it. <laughs> yep. What are you guys doing? And you guys are over here doing all kinds of stuff. And they're like, you know, I just don't, I just don't get it. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. Whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's and, okay. And it is but, what it is. Let's take it to the next level and talk about you know virtual. You know we have so oh, so was it yeah. was it Trooper Henry that that made the question? Somebody had the question about wanting to know if I we had gotten any of our put in the ballot for uh, the Glendronic Appreciation Society as a Facebook group. Yes, the gas is what they yep. and uh, if you love Glendronic, you should probably be a part. You know, asked to get in, uh, invited yeah. and be a part I like of it. Glendronic. I mean. Yep. Uh, so this is literally a group of people that belong to uh, on Facebook that just talk about Glendronic, and they've gotten to the point now where, look, they've got the attention of Dr. Barry. She's given them personal interviews, yep. and now they've been given the opportunity to buy. Oh, I got four songs. What's going on? Oh, oh, DB is she. Here's the bonding. Here's to that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank Not you. to be confused with bonding. What is that? Oh man, he just. He's flicking whiskey all over me. Phone, phone, phone. Doing it wrong. Nothing wrong with that. What do you think about this? 
I haven't Vir- tasted it yet. It's Glendevron. Thank you very much, TV She. We've had a Glendevron, but it yeah. didn't taste like this. <laughs> oh, it's a velvety sweet smell. It's it's nice. I'm, so I'm the, these two up front are trying a. Um, it's an SMWS bottle. We just opened it. We hadn't opened this one before. It was a six dot twenty eight. Did you pick that up? Where did that Let's come from? Let's go on an adventure. Where did it come I don't from? think so. I think that was a New York bottle. Really? Oh. Hey, what's going on? Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a very it's really good. It's a, it's a different bottle. It's, yeah, it's, it's a number six, which it's when I looked it up on the number, it's it's different. It, there's a try s- sip, man. Do I, do so I the word tequila? the word is toasted no. crostini with great with goat cheese, four fruit marmalade. Followed by marmalade. creamy it's marmalade. maltiness, diluted orange yogurt dressing, and raspberry eclairs. I don't know about all that. So, you, honey and it's marmalade. Good. So you're I was going to say, Glendevron, I was going to say, champagne grapes. Uh, it, Sham- oh, not not like a red grape, but a champagne grape. Anyway, your Facebook group, so you've got this Glendronic uh, Appreciation yeah. Society. They were, they now have bought a cask. They're buying a cask from Glendronic. They've been given the opportunity to buy a single cask. And so it's only 200 and some odd bottles. They know they don't have enough to go around, so they did a balloting. You know, If you were interested in it, you submitted your name and email address. They did a blind draw, and they sent out, you know, you were chosen. Now you have the option to buy the to purchase a bottle. And I don't know what the bottle prices were, but... At the, ne- at the end of the day, it's just like a whiskey club. You're just not meeting physically, yeah. right? People are posting bottles, uh, pictures of their bottles every day and talking about very specific bottles. I mean, this is this is whiskey club nerd to the nth degree type <laughs> stuff, right? These yeah. guys are into bottles, bottle numbers, bottle dates, bottle... I mean... You can geek out. Yeah. There's a, there's a few other ones. You know, there's the Scotch Addict. You know, they got a couple, like 30,000 people that, I mean, yep. you want to see pictures of good bottles or you got a question about a bottle, you want to educate yourself about something, go there. Yeah. Sherry it's, Bomb uh, Society, yep, the Edradorian yep. Knights have one. I mean, there's tons of them. Like Woolen Appreciation so Society. Yep. If you don't have someone physically to do it, start there. Yep. Because I'll tell you what, you start there, you get in on the conversation for a couple months. Next thing you know, you find out that that guy you've been chatting about is, he lives two towns over, and this other guy, hey, let's get together. Let's start a whiskey club. It's that easy. Yep. yep. I mean, we get a ton of people on our Discord channel. Oh, Constantly. Yeah. Um, and which is its own virtual it whiskey is. club, it really right? It is. You know, if you have questions, it's if you're more of a curious community about now. something, it, it is. <laughs> it really is. I mean, it's constantly, it like, it constantly is going, which is great. Because people are are involved and they have questions and they're you know they help each other out. Yeah, they're 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 posting bottles. They're you know talking about tastings that they're going to. It's just a lot of fun. Right. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, everybody that's chatting right now, you guys are a part of a whiskey club. I mean, you yep. are you're, you're you show up on right Thursdays and join us. It, it really is. I mean, even the podcasters. And yep. how many how many people from that this list of whiskey club that we have we met in person and literally spent. You know, in face-to-face time, shared drams with, or mailed samples to, or pigeoned them over. A few more in June. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) this whiskey club has taken 25 people to Scotland. I mean, it—you never know what it's going to turn into, and it's a—it's—it's a a fun journey. It it, really is. It's what—it's—it's much more enjoyable with people. It's much more enjoyable. A a dram is so much more fun and enjoyable with good company. Yep. And and how many people do we see online that? Are in situations where they just uh, who was the who's the guy that was in uh, Azerbaijan 
It was on the oil rig. I think it was Trooper. Uh, it was Trooper. Yeah. That's uh, crazy, man. That I blows mean, me away. So, I mean, you're, you're on an oil rig, right? Like, <laughs> there, there's probably not a whole bunch of people <laughs> getting ready to start it. But you can go online and you can find your people. You right. Know? And, That's and, true. And they can be a part of your life and, you know, ask you how you're doing. And, and you guys can share a dram together virtually. And it's okay. Part of it is just taking that, honestly, taking that leap forward. And just trying, you know, if it is two or three people, that's that's a club. You got yep. enough to talk about yep. and grow from there. You, you don't know. I mean, the other thing is, too, guys, is where do you host these things, right? Facebook is a great way to do groups. It's really easy. It's yeah. an easy social group out there. People start doing Instagrams as well. Um, obviously, YouTube is a platform if you want to do videos and reviews that, that way. But I, I think, honestly, for me, if I was doing something, I would probably just use Facebook because it's the simplest thing to do. Yep. You, can, you can have private groups, public groups, different things, advertising. But you got to start somewhere. And if, if you have two or three people, create a group, put it out there, you know, and then see who else joins. You, you might meet somebody on a business trip or hanging mm -hmm. out and, hey, you like whiskey? Well. Or look for the opportunities on the groups, that the Facebook groups that are already there and find out, you know, the That's people are too. meeting here. There's going to be an event here. There's going to be a Downer Pass is the London, London Whiskey Club. You know, he joined it to talk to locals before he got, he got there. And yep. you know what? They're way over your level. Fine, whatever. I mean, show that's up. How, you how much can you learn from those folks, yeah. right? Well, I a mean, lot of those people, I mean, awesome. I can tell you right now, when we started our channel, like... We were like, oh, well, we're just gonna taste some whiskey. We're gonna throw some reviews out there. And we actually had a lot of people that had a ton of whiskey knowledge that were like, actually, it's not Islay. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and like kind of yep. pointed us in the right direction yep. and helped us out. And that's what people do that have more yeah. experience. I mean, like, I'm not gonna make fun of somebody that doesn't have knowledge. It just means you don't have the knowledge, but you're willing to learn and you wanna right. learn more. So let me let me talk to you a little bit and, and I'll share some of the stuff that I've learned over the years. Yeah, I mean, yeah. at, at my Super Bowl party, two new scotch drinkers, never had scotch before, let's start the introduction. You know, we, we walk them down. Pull, we pulled out of different bottles and we started. Ah. It, we by no means got to any great depth, but we started the discussion. And next mm -hmm. time we'll do more. And guarantee you there's somebody more than one person in this list right now chatting that knows more about scotch oh, than I oh absolutely yeah. i mean look, there's I, a lot of people in here know more scotch about yep. me a lot there's a, a whole depth of knowledge going on in the conversation and on the discord channel and i mean there's some that we don't see that often anymore i don't see hoagie here right now or kato you remember kato used to yep. show up man the guy's got whiskey knowledge you know from probably before i was born right I and mean, the guys know his whiskey Every now and again, he chimes in. But so when you see these these people that you know have that depth, I mean, I, I'm, I'm all about just being a sponge. Yep. I'm yep. throwing questions at them, you know. I, I think that's what a lot of the viewers, I mean, if you think about it, we've got, we're damn close to 10,000 subscribers mm -hmm. now, and you're part of our whiskey group. Exactly. And, we're part of, and also because of that, we're part of your whiskey group in a sense. Yep. Because you're inviting us and we're inviting you as well. And we're having discussions. And if you look at like... You know, speaking of starting things, if you look at like the SoCal Drams, you look at the Scotch Down Under, those guys, smaller, brand new groups, they're putting themselves out there and they're going to do the same thing. And that's their opinions, et cetera, but they're starting their own whiskey group yeah. in the same sort. And they're going to yeah. meet local people that, you know, yeah. they didn't know build. were there and, and they'll build a coalition. And, exactly. Yeah, yep. there's a lot of people out there that this is their passion. Yep. Good times. Yeah, um, Alejandro, yeah, so we we were all neighbors. Um, we we still are. Pretty good neighborhood, and it's pretty, you know, <laughs> try to I don't know why Mark's like, past yeah. tense. <laughs> I live in a van down by the river. Moving. Down <laughs> by the river. So that's where it started. Um, you know, met each other at neighborhood type events and started barbecuing, and, and we've got kids that are all the same age, so they're all doing the same things, you know, same schools, same events, same this, same. 
you know, we're all in the same parent-teacher conferences. We're all yeah. in the same whatever. Um, and it started, honestly, it started with darts, you know, coming over here and drinking a glass of whiskey, throwing a couple games of darts, and we always had some classic TV on Sean's big screen on his, you We know, still do. After, we, I'd like, uh, after everything ends at the end of the night, we still go do that. Rick and Morty. So, yeah, I'd, we're I'd like to say I was kind of the initiation for us because when you brought the McAllen 12 out, I was like, I've never had scotch before. You've yeah. had scotch. Yeah, right. You yeah. have. And I was like, I want to learn more about scotch. And that's uh, when you guys were like, well, let's get together and start drinking. Let's go, I'm like, yeah. okay. I brought this dude over to my house and brought out every scotch I had, and most of them were blind. Most of them were Johnny Walkers, right? Yeah. Almost all Johnny Walkers. And, and he didn't want anything to do. He's like, that's Johnny Walker black. Yuck, 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 you know? yeah. Couldn't do it, couldn't do it. <laughs> the swing was okay, I think. I remember swing, that swing. yeah, Johnny uh, Walker swing. We, we've come a long way since then. Yeah. Um, and, and actually, going to videos was a big step, too. Was um, huge, that was yeah. that was a weird transition well, for a while. So look at that. So our, our first videos, we're using big glasses. We may have an ice cube in them. We're using lots of water. We, we, we didn't know what we were doing. And ah. that's how, but we learned from you guys. You guys right. should be using good cans. You should be tasting with water, you know, all that kind of stuff. We learned from you, so. That's the final lesson in the whiskey club is don't be afraid to make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. it is a journey. Yeah. It's a yep. journey and don't be afraid to say anything about your whiskey, you know what I mean? When you get together with people, whether you know them that well or not, call it, I mean, smell it. If you say something that you smell and everybody's like, well, are you crazy? No, that's what I smell. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just smelled uh, tequila and it was whatever he said. It, fruit or whatever it was. It's yeah. Anybody that thinks that it's just like whatever, go back and watch the video where I introduced these guys to marzipan. Yeah. <laughs> like, and everybody was like, that's not a real thing. What What are you talking about? That's not even a word, is it? <laughs> now it's funny. It's like, how did we not know marzipan? Now we got it on a stinking uh, coin. <laughs> I mean, yep, so the, the, the clubs can, can take you in a lot of places, and, and they're a lot of fun, and they're worth your time. They're worth your effort. Carve out some time if that's important to you. you you're going to have fun. You're going to get exposed to some awesome whiskey, and you're going to grow. It's been a journey since day one, and add it to your, you know, your collaboration if you can. Whiskey is best shared. Absolutely, and we we try to share a ton of it. We yep. really do. Yeah, we do. Um, we didn't make it to a couple of the major events this year, you know that uh, that are or we're not going to make it, I should say. But uh, you usually see a lot. You see some eclectic clubs show up at them, and it's pretty fun to see some of them. There was there's a group. Uh, from Wisconsin, they wear sort of like old school fraternity sweaters, um, and they've got all kinds of patches from all the events they've gone to. Those guys look like they have a pretty good time, yeah. and they're a pretty big group too. You, you'll want to associate with the people that don't take it that serious, right? I mean, you're, ha you're there to have a good time. If you're not having fun at a whiskey club, then what's the point of doing it? But yeah. um, there's there's a couple of actually, if you guys have a chance to pick up the whiskey advocate, they name probably. I don't know, half a dozen really large whiskey clubs uh, around the world, like in London, the London Whiskey Club's one of them, obviously. Uh, they named one, I think, in, in Canada, and uh, and one, um, I want to say in with LA. In Jerusalem, wasn't it? Yeah, so we've, we've had communication, and we've helped out um, and, and collaborated with, there are two whiskey clubs in Israel that we've collaborated with. Um, the uh, president of both clubs, uh, reached out to us and we had some fun with them and yeah, they're, the, yeah, they're serious they do some yeah. really cool tastings some actually they've events. got their they own bottling now yeah one, really? have, yeah one of them oh, has wow. their own bottling and so it, very cool stuff um you never know where it's going to lead you it's you really fun know. man it really is we have right. a ball with this stuff. right 
have a lot of fun if you can't tell. <laughs> so anyway, let's wrap these things right. up with the, with these questions and make sure we're not we're not leaving anybody hanging anybody anywhere on questions, comments, or concerns. I think we're good. Oh, so uh, Michael Porter's talking about ending on a hilarious movie on the big screen. So I don't know if you guys have watched our early, early videos. Someone commented started. earlier about that. Like the first you like know, six or eight videos we did. You know, the whole thing that we really wanted to do was always have a classic well, movie. Well, time played. out. Let, let's, let me just set the stage for a second. Right. If you don't understand Mark yet, <laughs> every single... Let me tell you something. Every Inverted. review we do, every single review we do, before we start hitting record, this guy is quoting a movie of some sort. It's yes. not that bad. I'm not it kidding. Is not it that is. Bad. It is that bad. Even at lunch today, it was at least three or four drops of something. I don't even know what he said. Oh, I don't know <laughs> what I said either, but I was cracking up. Shakes the clown. The point right? is, he's always doing it. And so the idea was to put something back here. A classic. You know, so one of our could, favorites. So the idea was to quote something during the show and then eventually come back and say okay back in review number 32 what did we say or some kind of quote that was the idea i just never really because he said it too much it was like "Ah." well if you watch the first you know eight or ten episodes and you pay attention i'm making a reference to the movie that's playing behind us in some way shape or form sliding it under there There, and i'm so proud of myself in that movie (laughs) from that movie right But I mean, it, it just effortless. It's not like I put a lot of effort into it. it I, I like, don't remember which video it was, but there was a not safe for work movie uh, in the back. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember which which one it was, but uh, I remember oh. there being. Oh yeah, you had to. I had to. I had to edit and put. If I, I got to find it, I put a. I put a censor block, and you could you could follow. <laughs> You can watch it back here in this That's little block. I had to do frame by frame because we weren't paying attention and then Tata's were just hanging out. And, 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 and Drew wasn't as good at, be- I was. at editing video then. So it was like a awesome. big block right in front of all of our faces. I was like, oh my God. So, so we got bad. a lot of blowback from that, you know, that it's distracting. And honestly, it did distract it the did. folks of the camera. Yeah. So that's why we ultimately cut it because the camera was having issues. With it. it wasn't, you know, comments. Because there were a lot of comments that loved it. They would call the movie out. They're like, oh my God, big trouble in Little China. Yeah. Like, we love it too. Why would you're you talk- you're preaching to the choir, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, that, those were good times, man. We, we've had a lot of fun with our whiskey club over the years. And so I, I really hope that if you guys aren't right, members right. of whiskey clubs, that yep. you get involved because it's it's definitely worth your time. Um, Rostislav Traps, uh, email us, scotchfordummies at gmail.com. And I will, um, I'll put you in contact with both of the whiskey clubs there in Israel. I would also say uh, a good resource is WhiskeyCast. If you go to the WhiskeyCast website, they have a calendar of events, so they'll let you know like upcoming whiskey events in your area. But they also have a a program where if you have a whiskey club, you can submit your like a little story about your whiskey club, and they give away like two dozen Glencairn glasses every month for the whiskey clubs. Yeah, for the whiskey clubs. That is, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's one thing that is tough to come by is glassware. You don't think about that when you show up at at a place and you're like, well, I guess we're all drinking out of solo cups, right? Because that's all we've got. Yeah, I've got Um, five whiskeys to taste. I got did you think about how many glasses you need for that? Can I have 12 Fifty glasses. glasses, yeah. <laughs> right, it's it's a lot. So, I mean, a, a little bit of logistics goes a long yeah, way, right. but uh, glassware is is a premium. Yeah. It's funny, I, I honestly made a comment, mental comment. I was reaching for a glass the other night while we were playing Xbox, uh, getting ready to shoot some people on Xbox, and I'll go to pour something, and I looked at my bar, and I'm like, 
man, I got a lot of Glen Cairn glasses. <laughs> I mean, it just, it, I feel like I've actually made it somewhere now that I have, you You've know. made it. Right? <laughs> Mine keep getting broken. I don't know what he's talking about. I guess it sounded good. I was going to try another one this week, but. All right, guys. Anyway, it's time of night. It so, is. Folks, awesome. next week, it is a patron show. Yes. So patrons will be given, be getting the link to that. So um, non-patrons, we'll, we'll catch you guys back here in two, two weeks. weeks. Yep. So uh, we'll have two reviews to talk about because we're not going to skip next week's review. We'll still we'll still talk about we'll that a review out. Yep. Um, and I would say for all of those folks that are going to Scotland with us, before the next time we get together on Thursday night, there will be a pretty big communication that I've been working on that's coming out uh, in regards to the tour. So, anything else, guys? If you want to watch the video next week, become a patron. Five bucks. That's it. All right. And going once, going twice. Listen, thank you so much, everybody, for showing it's up Awesome tonight. to see everyone. Love the collaboration, the conversation. Love to see everybody. Yep. Um, Our whiskey club wouldn't be the same without you. Then that that, that five bucks also gets you access to the pre-show. After show right now. Coming up. After show coming up right now yep. as soon as this is over. And the Discord. And I don't get on Discord as much as I need to. It's online. The job gets in the way, people. It's a good thing it's a living organism. <laughs> Damn yep. job. All right, guys. Bunch Cheers. Happy Thursday, everyone.